Welcome to Embedded Insiders. This is Laura Dolan, Technology Editor with Embedded Computing Design. I am joined by my two colleagues, Rich Nass, Brand Director for Open Systems Media, and Brandon Lewis, Editor-in-Chief for Embedded Computing Design. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys today? Very good. It's a cold day in February here in the desert. It's also the day after Rich's birthday. Happy birthday, Rich. Happy belated, Rich. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, both of you. It was a wonderful day. Very good. Well, um, given that it's February, it's um, time for Embedded World, and we thought that we'd look forward to things that should be exciting and happening at the show, and we decided that we'd bring on one of the industry experts who knows Embedded Power and the European uh, electronics market very well, uh, Alex Pult. Alex, how you doing? Thank you very much for having me, gentlemen. Um, I really appreciate it, Brandon. Rich, thank you so much. Well, in addition to being an expert and being out there in Europe, uh, we wanted to announce that Alex has actually joined the team. He, he will be covering everything in Europe and everything to do with power for embedded computing design. So a big welcome to you, Alex. Yeah, thanks a lot, Rich. Thanks a lot. Um, and whereas my, uh, my uh, primary expertise and focus area will be power, of course, I will be covering the, the embedded gamut uh, for the publication for Europe. The gamut, huh? That sounds pretty, uh, that sounds like a big responsibility. Well, uh, as you know me, I love the industry. And, and actually, the funny thing is, is um, the more I wound up going into power, the more power wound up going into everything else. So today, everything is power, if you think about it, because if I'm selecting an embedded system, I'm also going to be thinking about the quiescent power on my microcontrollers, what my uh, duty cycle is. I'm, I'm thinking about my batteries. Uh, today, embedded design, you could almost make the argument is power design, but I just like to think about it as it's a whole big, uh, fun world of trying to make cool things that work. Excellent. Very good. Okay, so that said... Uh, what what are you seeing is uh, in, in in those spaces at at uh, Embedded World in a few weeks? Well, um, there's a lot going on in a lot of uh, different arenas. Um, electromobility is really picking up in Europe because uh, I mean I think it's we've gotten to the point now where the future of the EV is not going to rise and set with Tesla they're just another market player now because everyone's diving in and the in the case of the uh, Europeans um, there are talks going on between the major German car manufacturers uh, they're setting up the, the Europeans have programs now to set up charging stations along major uh, highways through the continent um, there's a lot of high-level uh, planning going on, making sure that not only are the vehicles there and the core technologies, but also the infrastructure, regulatory environment for them to function. Alex, you, you know, said electromobility. I'm, I'm sorry, Brandon. I, I just wanted to clear up something that uh, Alex said. Electromobility. I'm not familiar with that term. What does that mean? No, I apologize, Rich, because um, I get into it a little bit uh, too deeply sometimes. You know, a lot of people, when they think of electric, car, electric vehicles, they think of cars. But electric vehicles are buses, are bicycles, are cars, but also taxis and fleet vehicles. So uh, that whole, you know, I, sorry about going back to the, you know, the funny word, Gestalt and the like. But, I mean, it's a, it's a, big, it's a big bundle. It's a package. It's, it, and 
the I, I think the interesting parallel to make is between um, the movement towards electrical electric vehicles and um, electric transportation and Industry 4.0. Uh, in both worlds, we're talking about renaissances in um, driver electronics, logic, motor technology, um, automated systems. Everything that goes in, is going into a modern vehicle is also going into a modern factory. And all of those infrastructure issues also matter. So, for example, in the industrial space, one of the issues uh, that I'm starting to see, even at the mundane level, are some, are some simple things like um, waterproof industrial connector standards for both power and signal. Everything needs power now. Everything has logic now. It's a, a device that's just simply plugged into a wall running off straight AC is very rare. And the same with a vehicle. All of those subsystems are communicating. So even if we're not talking about an electric car with a electric motor under the hood, there might be a gasoline engine under the hood, but 60% of the other systems in that field are going to be electric. But when we talk about motorizing, using electric motors in vehicles, it's a bigger picture than just cars. So Alex, one thing uh, when we've spoken about this subject before, electric vehicles in particular, like or electric mobility, um, has been the battery. You know, for a long time, the battery manufacturing, the cost of that has been prohibitive for the market um, to really expand. Are things changing like that, at least what you're seeing over in Europe? Oh, the, uh, things are changing. I, uh, at the basic level, things have, in my opinion, things have already changed. Um, I was a couple of years back at a battery facility uh, from Safton, Florida, uh, and they were making tre- tremendous numbers of very high-quality battery cells, and they're already moving into electric vehicle space. Um, the German government announced new, they're breaking ground on new battery uh, centers. I mean, obviously, the Tesla Panasonic effort, everyone is building batteries now. Even the cheap, at the cheap end, there are a lot of uh, Chinese manufacturers just making basic battery packs. And for 80% of the applications, current battery technology is satisfactory. Um, you know, the average vehicle isn't, doesn't travel more than 100 miles in a given day. And the Issues of uh, range anxiety are more marketing issues than reality issues, and the market is responding. Now, in the case of batteries, we also have some very interesting news. Like, for example, we just had um, Tesla by Maxwell, who's known for their ultracapacitor technology mm-hmm. and what they, ha- what they call a dry anode core technology that could be ported to batteries even to allow them to have higher capacities as well. But we could see things like hybrid capacitor battery packs, which would then allow the supercapacitors to address significant problems that batteries have as far as speed of charging, speed of discharging, and allow the supercapacitor to do the heavy lifting at the vehicle level, which is being done now in buses, for example, uh, but now that Tesla is buying Maxwell, it will bring that technology to a more accessible level. Very good. Um, Fascinating. So, so do you, uh, Alex, um, expect to see anything uh, in this arena at Embedded World or, or not? Usually I don't think of Embedded World as a vertically oriented automotive type show or a place where a lot of automotive vendors go. But, um, you know, it's more horizontal. So do you think that we'll see anything along these lines out there? Oh, you will see you will see vehicles everywhere um, because, as I was pointing out, you could even have a gasoline vehicle and it got a tremendous electronic suite in it. So um, 
And also, don't forget, there will be a lot of companies with vehicles to demonstrate the subsystems in the vehicle. Uh, Infineon is, all, is always known to have a vehicle or two on the floor, and uh, especially in the case of someone like uh, On or uh, Maxim, when they're trying to talk about things like uh, the inside of the uh, vehicle, the cockpit suite, there's a lot of things coming when you think about wireless charging. A lot of auto manufacturers are actually uh, working to put uh, wireless chargers on the dashboard, you know, for driver convenience. So um, we've got two tracks, I would say, when it comes to electric vehicles or electricity in vehicles. One is the drivetrain, and then the other is literally everything else, because the car is at the convergence of every single technology development we're working on, if you think about it. Wireless uh, cloud, the car. Power engineering, the car. Um, I mean, everything. So I think we're going to see a lot of car <laughs> at Electronica. Very good. I, I, I'm sorry, not Electronica, Embedded World. My apologies, Freudian. Electronica was last uh, November. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of all things Embedded World, uh, we have another industry expert on the line with us. His name is Axel Sikora, and he is the chairman of the Embedded World Conference. Oh, Axel, how are you? Hi, fine, thanks. Very good. Uh, this is sort of timely because we're only a few weeks out from Embedded World, so I, I was hoping to get from you uh, what some of the highlights are that people can expect. First, let's, let's discuss the conference. Uh, is, is there some sort of theme um, at, at, at Embedded World this year with respect to the conference? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, as always, we, we selected a, a topic, a theme, uh, and for this year we chose an, a pretty old one, which is... Uh, embedded intelligence and uh, uh, those who have followed uh, the predecessors of, uh, of embedded world know that the very very early predecessor 25 years ago was already called embedded intelligence um, and we, we came back to this uh, wording and to this theme uh, making the point that well, 25 years ago we talked about embedded intelligence and nowadays it's becoming real so does an embedded intelligence have to do with artificial intelligence? Because that's a topic we've been talking about a real lot lately. Yeah, uh, absolutely. This certainly is one of the elements uh, to uh, enable autonomous intelligence systems. Um, it, uh, to my understanding, we don't always need artificial intelligence or machine learning to have autonomous systems, but of course it enables a lot. So yes, that's a major part of the story. Very good, very good. What are some of the other high points that people should be on the lookout for? Um, I mean, it's, it's a mixture. Um, of course, we, we continue with the classical or the legacy topics, um, which are the software engineering, uh, hardware software co-design um, uh, stuff, um, where we continue to, to try to cope with more and more complex systems. Um, but there's a good number of recent trends which we uh, included into the conference and then later also into the exhibition. This includes, of course, the IoT and IoT security um, uh, topics. Um, embedded vision is, uh, is a uh, headline topic that we included uh, last year for the first time and continue to do this this, this year. And embedded vision, of course, is also um, a major part of the embedded intelligence, uh, obviously, because... Uh, image processing, image analysis uh, can be um, uh, accelerated a lot um, through uh, artificial intelligence. Absolutely. I, I would agree with that for sure. And those are uh, 
all the hot topics that we're looking at here at Embedded Computer Design. Okay, so let's transition over to the exhibition. Um, anything different that people can expect? Um, typically, we try to, to, to use the conference to prepare topics, um, which then will be uh, taken over from industry. So typically, we try to be the trendsetter for the exhibition, but uh, industry, of course, is rapidly following these trends. Um, so um, yes, we do have um, as special areas. We do have the M2M area. Uh, we, we have uh, lots of companies around embedded vision, um, around IoT security. Um, uh, and uh, apart from that, uh, again, we do have a very large uh, uh, hall or, or 1.5 halls, so to say, uh, about uh, electronic displays also. So a big mixture, again, from uh, legacy embedded design started from microcontrollers, FPGA, software, tools, to the specific topics that we just discussed. Very good. Now, you said that you wanted to be a trendsetter. I, I don't typically think of the Germans as being trendsetters. Ah, no, that's a tricky question. Uh, <laughs> sometimes we believe that being slow also has to set trends, you know? <laughs> Uh, and uh, uh, to be honest, uh, indeed, I believe that um, uh, with uh, the German industry in the background, uh, there might be different applications and different trends to, to be set. So maybe it's not so much consumer electronics driven, um, uh, but it's much more about uh, autonomous driving, autonomous industrial systems, autonomous robotics, where the strong background with, uh, with German or European industry um, also helps a lot to enable things around this. Very good. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure people will see you there as well, right? Ah, yes, of course. Um, I will be there all three days having lots of uh, meetings, uh, panel discussions. Apart from, from the overall program, we also do have two highlight keynotes at the Embedded World Conference with Jim Tang from MathWorks and with uh, Jean-Marc Chéry from SDECO since last year there. And both will cover the topic of embedded intelligence. Uh, Jim Tang from MathWorks, obviously, from the tools side, and uh, Jean-Marc Chéry um, more from the hardware side um, with regards to uh, supporting the tool chain and the hardware for um, learning in the cloud, deciding in the edge. Well, that's great. I'm really looking forward to it. I will be there, obviously, and uh, my partner, partner in crime, Brandon Lewis, will be there as well. Well, thank you very much, Axel. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, just hop on for a few minutes and let people know what they can expect. Okay, thank you. Thanks for reaching out. My pleasure. That was Axel Sakura. He is chairman of the, of the Embedded World Conference and the head of the advisory board for the Embedded World Exposition. I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Have a great day, Axel. You too. Thanks. Once again, that was Axel Sikora, Chairman of the Embedded World Conference. If you'd like to find out more about the Embedded World Conference that is coming up at the end of February in Nuremberg, Germany, please visit embedded-world.de. Very cool. Well, uh, what's on the news desk, uh, Laura? Well, speaking of Embedded World, uh, we've got some news coming out of there today. Uh, Murata Software uh, will be there showcasing their latest uh, FemTet software. FemTet? I'm familiar with FinTet, but what's, what's FemTet? 
FEMTED is a CAE software. Um, it includes electric magnetic wave solver, magnetic field solver, and it is used. Uh, it's a user-friendly setup that helps engineers and product designers stay focused on development. Oh, awesome! Cool. Anything else? Let's see. We have Via Technologies. They will be exhibiting their Via Mobile 360 ADAS program. This is more in the lines of transportation. There's going to be a lot of automotive going on at Embedded World, as Alex uh, explained earlier. Oh, that's interesting. Usually, Embedded uh, World is more of a horizontal show, but it's interesting to see a lot of this uh, vertically oriented stuff, especially automotive focused, uh, heading to the show, especially given that it's in Germany. So, um, I've, I think I'm familiar with the Via solution. It, it's uh, kind of configurable and flexible, right? So, it's pretty uh, wide ranging in the use cases uh, that it can be applied in. Yeah, absolutely. They're definitely branching out, it seems. So should be a lot of exciting automotive news coming out of Embedded World this year. Cool. What else? Uh, let's see. We have VCAL. Uh, they're going to be showcasing their industrial AI engines. Um, and what's different about this one? Um, they're running an RCX 1000 RTX series. It's a very powerful GPU um, computing system that's hit the market in the, right now. Um, a lot of GeForce RTX graphics engines, uh, Xeon Core platform, so powerful stuff. Oh, very good. It looks like they're using both NVIDIA and uh, Intel products, so people who are interested in using uh, CPU-based uh, AI and deep learning and those who are trending towards uh, GPU-based stuff that NVIDIA is coming out with, it sounds like there's an option for everybody. Absolutely. So if you want to check out all that out, um, there's more information on Embedded World's website. Great. Well, uh, I think we're running out of time for today, Laura. Uh, what do you say? Yeah, that'll about do it for this week. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in to Embedded Insiders. Uh, if you want to learn more about our company, you can find us on our website at embedded-computing.com. We're also on Twitter. Uh, please follow us at embedded underscore comp. Um, you can also go and like our page on Facebook. We are Embedded Computing Design, as well as LinkedIn. You can go and like our page um, under Embedded Computing to find out more about our company and keep up on news that we post on the daily. Very good. Thanks a lot, a lot Laura. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Brandon, and thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, we are Embedded Insiders.